heaved breath as soon as the tense moment passed. He hadn't heard her. That was the important part. They'd been in a plane crash, or stuck in the woods, and rescue teams hadn't arrived yet. The sun was nearly down. It meant spending the night in the woods. He would know the dangers they faced more so than she would. She glanced over her shoulder at him. He'd bent to reveal a nice ass. He had a meaty one, encased in snug denim. He grabbed broken branches from the ground. That could silently admit she had a weakness for aggressive, dangerous bad boy types. They were kind of sexy. He hadn't threatened to punch or kill her. Instead, his mind had gone straight to spanking her ass. Her mind went there, too imagining him putting her over his knee. He probably knew how to turn a woman on, considering his looks and the size of him. She wouldn't like him striking her in any way, but the thought of him caressing her skin didn't exactly disturb her. It had the opposite effect. What the hell is wrong with me? Oh yeah, I probably have a concussion. That's gotta be it. She glanced around, located some broken branches, and moved toward them. He'd better be a great fuck with that shitty personality of his. Otherwise, he'll never get laid, she decided. One more glance, and she was certain women probably flocked to him in droves. If he keeps his mouth shut. Otherwise, all bets are off. Bat noticed her sister looked a lot better when they returned to camp five minutes later. Bat dumped her heavy load of dirty branches to the ground. Drontos had already started a fire. The sun lowered quickly, a chilly wind picking up, and Bat spent her time helping some of the passengers get more comfortable. Her heart went out to an elderly married couple. The woman had a head injury and didn't look so good. Her husband had a broken wrist. Bat helped him make a sling for his arm with a jacket, wishing she knew more about first aid. Thank you, young lady. The man reached out and took his wife's hand. It's gonna be okay, Mary. I'm right here with you. Simon, the older woman whispered. Yes, my love, I'm here. He scooted closer, snuggling up to his wife. Help is going to come soon. You just hang in there for me. We're going to celebrate 50 years of marriage next week, remember? I do, Mary smiled. You're still the most handsome man I ever met. And you are the most beautiful woman I ever laid eyes on. Remember when Simon Jr. was being born and I almost lost you? You swore you'd let me die first because I can't live without you. Don't break your promise to me. We've been through worse. I'm going to be okay. Mary's voice came out stronger. You just hold my hand like you did in the hospital. We're going to go see our grandchildren. Yes, we are. Simon leaned closer and brushed a kiss on her forehead. Tears filled Bat's eyes, and she had to turn away before the couple noticed. Their love was strong. She couldn't imagine spending that length of time with someone, but it had once been a dream. They reminded her of her parents. They'd had that kind of close connection.
There was something she'd always longed for but had given up on finding. Her luck with men turned out to be shit. She walked away from the fire toward the hulking, dark shape of the crashed plane to compose herself. She didn't want Dusty to see her fall apart. Her sister knew her too well and would worry. It was important to keep a positive attitude until they were rescued. A hand clamped down on her shoulder and caused her to gasp. Where are you going? Craven didn't sound happy. It's dark out there. She wasn't about to admit the truth. She was emotionally drained and just wanted to escape to get herself together. I saw some cushions on some of the seats in the front of the plane. When you and your brother were helping everyone out, I took some time to do a bit of searching around. It's not much, but it's better than nothing. That elderly couple needs to be made as comfortable as possible.